Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Wednesday, February 17th, 2016. Thank you all so much for joining us. We're here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We ask that you post your notes and everything on social media, your takeaways from the call, post them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, tag us in it, either with our names or using the hashtag when dreams collide. All replays are available on our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. So if you missed a Monday uh, a morning call, then make sure you head on over to the website. Check out the replays. You can also download the SoundCloud app and listen to all the replays and everything there. So uh, make sure you do that and share with someone. You know, also while you're on the website, com, be sure to subscribe, become a Vision Net partner, Vision Impact partner, join the mailing list there, stay connected, stay close. We have some exciting things coming up very, very soon. We want you to be the first to hear about it, and that's how you are able to do so. Um, if you have not ordered your series that we've uh, that we did on purpose we did a three-hour session on purpose how to find it define it refine it and serve it to the world those of you who are wanting to discover those things in regards to your purpose you can head on over to the website as well click on products and services and you'll be able to see all of what we have to offer be sure you get that audio when you do listen to it seven times it's absolutely powerful uh, we launched that back in, uh, in July, and we get testimonials every day from people who have listened to it and how it has allowed them to really discover what their purpose is and the work that they're supposed to do, saving them a tremendous amount of time and money from doing other things that aren't, that isn't fulfilling. And so uh, that's another thing we ask you to do when you head on over to the website. Grab you a copy of that audio for yourself and for a friend. Uh, it'll be awesome, awesome for you to have. Ladies, March the 5th, 2016, join myself, Dr. Estralita Bruce, and Minister Keisha Wilson in Dallas, Texas, for the Straight Talk Woman Talk Impart session. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, this is the work that we're putting in, the maintenance for those of you who were connected to the Straight Talk Woman Talk Intensive on January 16th. We're hitting the road, going to different cities and states to continue to pour and serve and uplift more women. So you can head on over to straighttalkwomentalk.com for details or while you're visiting our website, whendreamscollide.com, just click on Straight Talk Women Talk and you can see all the information there as well. So secure your seat today. Look forward to seeing you there too. All right, folks, get your pen and paper handy so you can take your notes. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll with you all this morning. Honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning, put in the work. Yes, put in 
to work. You know, I have discovered in life you don't get what you wish for. You only get what you work for. Put in the work. What is the work that you're putting in right now? What's the work that you're willing to commit to? Because you have to understand that a job is what you're paid for, what your work is what you're made for. Put in the work. There's no secrets to this. You will not be able to coupon clip your way to destiny. You won't be able to hook up, get the homeboy hook up. You won't be able to, you know, slide on in or cruise on in. You won't be able to coast on by into the destiny, into the place that God really has in store for you. You're going to have to put in the work. Many people are waiting for manna to rain from heaven, but the last time God ever sent manna from heaven was thousands of years ago. Everybody else must go work for it. It causes for seed time, harvest time. Understand that. Seed, then time. Seed, time. You must sow the seed over time. Why? Because you don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. In other words, the seed that leaves your hand never leaves your life. It goes into your future where it is multiplied. Put in the work. What's your work schedule look like? What's your calendar look like? Do you have a calendar? You know, the poorest man in the world is not the man without any money. The poorest man in the world, according to Dr. Miles Monroe, is the man that does not have a dream. What a soliloquy. What a writing that was put up. What a, what a speech that was given by a man. He says, I still have a dream. It was very important for you to recognize the word still in that sentence. It is the operative word. He says, I still. That means in spite of everything, I still have the faith. In spite of the situation, I still, no matter what has taken place, no matter what the circumstance, no matter how I feel. Would you post this, please? Feelings don't vote. If you only went after your dream when you felt like it, ladies and gentlemen, you would probably go after your dream once every 30 days. Your feelings can't vote. You've got to get a bigger and a much larger vision for your life for you to go put in the work. I'm reminded of the story of the bugle boy. The bugle boy, he was the bugle boy to Alexander the Great. He was the helpman. To Alexander the Great. And Alexander the Great, many of you, you probably know the name, but you don't really know the lineage. You don't know the legacy, but, but you know his name. Alexander the Great was one of the, the most incredible generals that has ever walked the earth. He was an incredible leader. He was willing to sacrifice. He had the strategies. He had systems. Then he had valor. He was a man of valor. Alexander the Great, he was known to win battles. He was known to win wars. His name was synonymous with, with winning. His name was synonymous with victory. What's your name synonymous with? Put in the work. Here's Alexander the Great at one of his greatest battles. And he's now being defeated. For the first time in his life, he's being defeated. For the first time in his life, he's being dethroned. For the first time in his life, it looks as if the men that he's led into battle are not going to win. Would you write this down, please? The harder you sweat in practice, the less you'll bleed in battle. The harder you sweat in practice, the less you'll bleed in battle. But here's Alexander the Great. He's in battle. His men are losing. Can you see him? His men are losing, and he's now having to, to go into doubt. He's now, he's now seeping into fear. I don't care how saved 
sanctified, spooky, or deep you are, at every juncture in your life, the higher the level, the bigger the devil, at every place in your life, there will always be a tendency. You, would, you will have the proclivity to slip into doubt and fear. Yeah, you, you have the tendency to slip out of faith. Isn't it interesting how one day you're so full of faith and the next day you're so full of fear? Isn't it interesting how you've got the answers to everybody else's challenges? But your challenge, you can't seem to, to find an answer. You can't buy a vial. It, isn't it interesting that you've got all the, the answers and the solutions for what people need to do in their marriage and in their business and in their world and in their life? But here you are leading while bleeding. Here you are about to choke over. Here you are about to give up the ghost. Here you are about to lose everything. And that's where Alexander the Great was. Because so many times, many of us, we are so accustomed to winning that we forgot what defeat feels like. And when that defeat starts to creep in, it's not even overtaking you yet. It's around the vicinity. You start to flinch. You start to get afraid. Isn't it amazing that you've overcome challenges in your life that most people will only read about? If they really understood many of the things that you've dealt with, that you've had to handle, they, they, they would give you a complete pass into an insane asylum. If they really knew the things that you carried, the, the various vicissitudes you had to walk through in the fires, that you had to walk over in the pit of snakes that you were able to march through, they would say, oh, my goodness, I, I don't really have an issue. That's where Alexander the Great was, and, and here he was about to get, give up the ghost. He looked at his bugle boy. He says, bugle boy, um, uh, uh, sound, sound the alarm of retreat. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like we're going to win this one. Sound the alarm of retreat. And so he's going back and he's looking. He's looking down at his men losing their lives. He's looking down at his men losing their limbs. See, as a leader, it's incumbent upon you that whenever, whenever you see your leaders, whenever it is that you see your team suffering in defeat, you've got to make a decision. Do I allow you to die or do we change courses? Do, do, I, allow you to, do I allow you to perish or do I remove you from that situation? You will live with two pains, the pain of change or the pain of regret. The pain of change or the pain of regret. And most people in life, they're living with the pain of regret. And Alexander the Great, he looks back at the bugle boy. He says, bugle boy, I told you five minutes ago to sound the alarm of retreat. Why haven't you sounded the alarm? And the bugle boy is looking perplexed and looking back at Alexander the Great and He's got tears in his eyes. He's welling up, and he tells Alexander the Great, Sir, when, when I discovered that I was going to be your bugle boy, after I had read all of the articles and had seen all of the postings of social media of what you say about yourself, and, and, and I've heard all of the great valors of victories. I, I've heard about what you did on Periscope. I've, I've seen what you've been able to accomplish. I, I've seen what you post on Instagram. I, See what you post on Facebook. I, I saw and heard what people said about you. I jumped on your motivational moment in the morning, Carla. I've seen all these things. I've heard all these things. I didn't even bother to learn how to sound the alarm of retreat. <laughs> and Alexander the Great looks at the bugle boy. He says, bugle boy, thank you for that. See, I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how tough you are. You may have the tendency to slip into a moment where you start to pray for the lighter load instead of a, a stronger back. It doesn't matter how many battles you've been in. 
You have to be battle-tested for every new victory. You've got to be battle-tested for every new war. The scars that you have are proof and evidence that something that should have killed you only made you stronger. It was Goethe who said, if it doesn't kill you, it only makes me stronger. And so here's Alexander the Great. He looks back at the bugle boy. He says, bugle boy, if you can't sound the alarm of retreat, I need you to blow the horn of victory. I want you to blow the horn of victory so loud that the men on the battlefield, they will begin to believe in what they hear versus what they say. They begin to, they be, they begin to believe more in what they've heard than more than what they see. Can I suggest something to you this morning? The words that you've heard at some time in your season are going to have to be the things that you hold on to in spite of what you see. You're going to have to put in the work. In spite of what it looks like, you're going to have to put in the work. I don't care who's not joining you. Put in the work. I don't care who's not supporting you. Put in the work. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it fascinating that people want to support you long after their support is no longer needed? I needed your support in the beginning. I needed you believing in the beginning. I needed you believing with me in the beginning. But all now that I've made it to a place where my feet are strong and my faith is fixed, I pray for your faith. Find answers in the heart that you don't turn back away. You don't backslide. You don't go back to your vomit like a dog does. I pray for your faith that you put in the work, that you lose your voice. You fight through the pain. You paint through the pain. I pray for your faith that in spite of the circumstance, in spite of the situation, you're willing to put in the work. Because at the end of the day, when they come back and look at it, they come back and look at the work, they come back and look at the testimony, they say, oh, it was because of you. You didn't quit while you got started. You didn't quit when they said to quit. You didn't lay down when they said you're defeated. You kept moving. You kept pursuing. You kept persisting because it's only persistence that beats resistance. It's only overcoming that beats all of those things and those people that don't believe. They'll start to see you as the example of someone who put in the work. My Lord. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Yes, you got to put in the work, ladies and gentlemen. You got to put in the work. You can't just sit there and think about it all day. Thinking about it alone will never accomplish it. You got to go do something with it. You have to go apply what you learn. It's okay to get inspired. It's okay to get motivated and fired up and, and all of that. But you have to do something with that energy. You have to do something with that excitement. Put it to good use for you. Don't just rest on it. Don't just sit on it to say next week, man, that was good. That sounded real good. Well, what did you do with it? Don't do nothing. Do something about it. I see it all the time when it comes to people you go to church every single Sunday, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Every week they in Bible study, they in this, they, they living in the church, and they're hearing words over and over and over again, but year after year after year, they in the same place. They just there to warm a seat. Don't do that. Don't be a seat warmer. Do something with your life. If you're going to invest your time into something, then make it an investment. Do something with it so that you can receive a return. Don't just spend it. The, the, the end of the word spend is end. It's ending. It's done. That's why a lot of times when people talk about I spend money, I, I, I spend money, it ends. No, you need to invest. You need to invest your time. If you're going to invest your time in something, it's because you are expecting.
expecting to receive a return from it, but you've got to get to work. The scripture tells us, for even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not going to eat either. If you don't put in the work, you're not going to eat, period. I'm not coming to bring you a bowl of soup. Nobody's coming to bring you a sandwich. You're not getting any french fries or a salad from anybody. They're not bringing you anything. You're going to have to put in the work that is required to produce the results that can allow you to go and pursue things great, to allow you to pay your bills, to allow you to take care of your family, to allow you to, to have that project executed and completed. You're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to sow your time. You're going to have to sow your talent. You're going to have to sow your tongue, and you're going to have to sow your treasure. You're going to have to sow something. You're going to have to do something. The only way to receive a harvest is to plant a seed. The farmer actually has to go dig up the ground, plant a seed, cover it up, cultivate it, and then after the time has passed, the harvest is going to come. It just doesn't happen out of nowhere. You must participate in your own rescue, in your own journey, in your own process. In all labor, there is profit, but mere talk only leads to poverty. That's why you hear people say, you're going to talk about it, be about it. Make sure the tongue in your mouth matches the tongue in your shoes. You say a good game, but what you going to do? Your bark is loud, but what about your bite? You got to do something with what you're saying, with what you feel, with what you desire. You got to put in the work, ladies and gentlemen. Commit your works to the Lord, and then your plans will be established. But you got to have some work to commit first. You, you can't just pull it out of the air. Poor is the man with a negligent hand, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. You have to be diligent in order for the rich to come, in order for the wealth to come, in order for the success to come, in order for the healthy uh, mind, the, the healthy relationship to come. you got to put in the work. Diligence is where it's at, not just prayer alone. That's why the scripture tells us faith without works is dead. What good is it to have faith, to be excited about God, to be excited about life, to be excited about your future, if you're not going to put in the work to accomplish it, to achieve it? It's easy to say what you're going to do. It's easy to think about what you're going to do. You can map it out, draw it out, plan it out all day long. But until you actually do the meeting, make the call, drive the mile, fly the plane, and do all of those things that is required. Take, take the meetings with the bank and, and, and all of that. You've got to put in the work. The diligence is where the wealth comes from. You could be broke right now, but if you are diligent at the work that you are doing, you are sowing good seed. And because of that, you must reap a harvest. The law is what the law is. If you reap, you will sow. But check this out. How are you sowing? In what capacity are you sowing? Because if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. But if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. What that means, sow a little, do a little work, you're going to get a little results. Do a lot of work, you'll get a lot of results. It's really that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It's really that simple. It's time for you to put in the work. That's all that's left. For, that's all that's left is for you to put in the work. You have strategized. You have dotted every I, crossed every T. But now it's time to put in the work. Proverbs twelve eleven. He who works his land will have plenty of bread. 
but he who follows worthless things lacks common sense and good judgment. Don't you, I just love it when the Bible is just real and tell you you stupid for doing things the opposite way that you should be doing it. You lack sense and good judgment when you follow worthless things. But the person who works in his land, meaning does something, applies what he has learned, that's the one that's going to have plenty of bread. That's the abundant colloquialism that I know of, bread for money. That's, that's the person who gets the money. That's the person who gets the success. That's the person who gets the wealth, the one who works, period. That's the only thing left for you to get to work. Honey? Put in the work. You're not gonna, nothing, comes to a sleep, nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. It's okay to have a dream, but what's the plan? What's the plan? After you've dreamed about it, after you've talked about it, after you've meditated, levitated, all of those things, you still got to go put in the work. I don't care how many DVDs you watch. doesn't matter how many books you read. You can read 100 books, but until you apply one chapter, your life still remains the same. Put in the work. I don't care what you do. You can sell coffee. You can sell cakes. You can sell tea. You can sell T-shirts. You still got to put in the work. I, I, I don't care what you're building. You have to use those hands. You're going to have to use that head, and you have to put in your heart. It's going to require your hands, your head, and your heart. Put in the work. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.